Hey, 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 it's Coach Deborah, and again, I'm with my girl, Levon, the love doctor, and welcome to another episode of To Hell. To Hell. Levon, you look so coming in, girl. I guess it sounds like that from that end, but we started at the same time on you. The hell with rejection. Yeah, now I might not have been as upbeat um, about the hell with rejection, but I'm just trying to catch my whole mental back up. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. I'm just saying. Distractions. 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 So we don't have to reject the distractions, otherwise they're going to sabotage what we trying to do here. So, um... You can't reject my grandkids. Who rejecting the grandkids? That, that's the... That's those three. Oh, those are sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the distractions. Yeah, those No, we cannot reject the grandkids. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I am so sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, so we started last week talking about rejection and intimate relationships, and I actually wanted to continue. And actually, we started a few weeks ago. I'm so sorry, we started a few weeks ago. We've been doing this thing for a little while, and mm-hmm. um, it's gotten good. Um, I want to continue the conversation. Okay, that's all. Awesome. Continue the conversation because I think there is so much to talk about with relationship rejection mm-hmm. and I really believe it's at the root of a lot of issues and I think if we could get that straight you know the world would just be a more beautiful place so mm-hmm. I want to continue I rejected myself because I put, forgot to put my earrings on oh, anyway, it's a whole. beautiful and lovely <laughs> coming from someone that's wearing their earrings that's okay. Well, okay. <laughs> That's not the reason I said that, though. I know it's not. I, I believe you. I, I accept the compliment. Oh, well, very good. Very good. Very good. So, look, um, I got triggered this week. And I want to talk about mm-hmm. that trigger um, because it's kind of indirectly, but directly about relationship rejection. Mm-hmm. So it's like a back door. So let me explain. So this week I was listening to a video. I think it was on IG. And it was talking to women. It was talking about relationships. And it was talking about how they needed to stand their femininity. And basically the gist of the post was to help women um get into relationships and the reason it triggered me was because to me it was saying that women were not good enough how they were and that they needed to do something different they needed to be different they need to be more feminine in order to get into relationships with men that um having more masculinity you know those masculine energies or whatever was keeping them from relationships and the Mm -hmm. reason it triggered me is because me myself understands that god made us the way he made us the formula he used for me is not the same formula he used for you or anybody else 
And when I say formula, I mean that mix of feminine and masculine energies, right? Because we all have a part to play. And so what I need, that mix that I need is not the same mix that somebody else needs. So when you try to suggest that women need to be at a certain level of feminine energy and, and, and basically that it's the same level of feminine energy, I think that's a dangerous place to, to be at because to me it's rejection because it's saying whatever I'm at, whatever that mix is for me, that's not good enough, right? You're rejecting that and you're saying, well, hey, your mix as a woman should be more feminine energy than masculine energy. And I don't think anybody can say that except the Lord God above. Yahweh's the only one who knows how he made me or any other woman and what that mix looks like. And so for somebody to suggest that all women should have that same mixture, I think that's reject rejecting who he made us to be and how he made us to be. Now, I don't disagree with what, what you're saying, but I see, I see it from a different viewpoint. Okay. And I don't know what he was saying. Right. I haven't seen it, the video or whatever. But what I will say is um, the part that I agree with they put us in this position. And what I what I mean by that is you you want us to play our part as a woman. You want the femininity and you want the nurturing aspect of us. But you put us in positions, uh, uh, you put us in a position to hold a certain level of masculine energy when you left us to be single parents and single, excuse me, single moms, mm -hmm. okay? When you put it into our wheelhouse, that we had no other help and the only person we could lean on and believe in is god so now you want us to revert and go back to being the way that we were when during adam and eve's time the times have changed there is a certain role as far as masculine energy that i hold and that it's my position to play just like there's a certain amount of feminine energy um, in the role that I, I play and or maintain. Men are always going to be the providers if they step up to the plate. And for those that do, congratulations. Right. Okay. But to say that we need to be a certain kind of way, I don't disagree, but I don't agree exactly because first, I don't know what vernacular he was using uh -huh. to make that statement. But the other side to that is if you want to hold my feet to the carpet, then please hold your own feet to the carpet because you haven't stepped up to the plate at all, man. And I get you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so I see it as two, two sides. And, and, I, and, and I'm agreeing with them both. I'm agreeing exactly because that perspective is valid. I think both perspectives are valid because cause they're real, right? It's real. You have to become... You had to become someone different right. because that man that was supposed to be there wasn't. So what are you going to do? Lean to your right. own understanding. I don't mean lean to your own understanding and not, not by honoring God, but God gave you the direction to go in. So if that's the direction he gave to you, because there was no man present, yet there was, if right. you consider God as your husband, mm -hmm. then you're totally out of line by making the statement that we don't know our position. But then 
there are some of us that have a man and emasculate them at every turn yes because they don't know their position so it's a double-edged sword and i can't say i can't say that the guy is right or wrong i can say that there's some indifference there that needs to be discussed amongst us which wouldn't be a bad idea to to incorporate you know in some of our conversations the masculine perspective absolutely absolutely i I definitely think we need to look into doing that so let's let's take each one of these um perspectives and 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 cover those tonight so let's you know since we we started with the whole you know um, fact that we had to wear that masculine hat. Let's delve into that for a few minutes, and then we'll we'll go back to that other perspective. So, both of us were single moms for a time. Um, I was married for a few years, and then I got divorced. What twenty three years ago? So, for twenty three years, I've been a single a female-headed household, right? So when you are one person in a household, you have to wear all the hats. You can't, from my perspective, I couldn't sit there and say, okay, well, I'm single. So therefore, you know, that that masculine role that's absent is just going to go, you know, I guess those responsibilities that's typically taken on by a man, they just gonna go undone because there's no man in the house. I mean, what would that look like? Right? Because my reality is my reality. For those 23 years, there was no man in the house. So I can't just let stuff go and not step up. Because then for me, what type of responsible parent and person am I if I'm just looking at stuff and saying, well, I don't have a husband, so therefore I can't do those things. Those things have to be left undone. My personality is the one that says, okay, well, if, if there's no no one else that's doing this, I have to step up and start doing it. So that's the reason why I stepped into that quote-unquote masculine role, because there was nobody else. Right, which is exactly the point. If you have no one there to fill those shoes that, well, first of all, let me say this. A mother can never teach a child how to be a man. Right. Although they can direct them in the way that they should go by treating them as such at a certain age. Right. Um, So that's one fact. But the other dynamic, you was left to fend for yourself. Exactly. Are you supposed to just leave that child out there to say, well, hey, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because I'm not a man, so I'm just going to let them run them up. Our black men don't choose us because we don't stand for, as, as my friend would say, we don't play the radio. And so they think it's being emasculating when nine times out of ten, we're both speaking the same language. You just don't hear that we're saying the same thing. So you become offended by that, men and women both, and you leave us out here, men leave us out here to fend for ourselves, and then suddenly, we don't know our position. Right. Right. Mm, On the contrary. 
right. we're the nurturers of the of the plan just like men have a nurturing aspect we know our position you left us just like adam in the garden left us <laughs> to fend for ourselves after god had already told adam what not to do right so now we're still at fault or we're still still to blame i take responsibility for the female aspect that said you know what you believe me man i take responsibility for that and say we were wrong for that and we are wrong to continue to emasculate them but when do they start taking responsibility for their actions that's my question yeah there's definitely a a, a come to jesus moment that needs to happen right and, and i would say this i say this all the time in any relationship depending on how many people are in that relationship that's how many people are responsible for that relationship the good and the bad of it right so it's and the, don't forget the indifferent huh don't forget about the indifferent right the good, the bad, the right so i mean both are responsible and so the solution has to come from both right it comes from a coming together and having a conversation to you know get back to the beginning you know god's original plan and so we we both strayed from god's original plan and in part you know by not staying in your role um but then at the same time not being able to stay in your role because there's nobody else to stay in the role to play the role of the other part right so how can right. you play your role when there is no other role being played well you got to play both roles so the responsibility is on the two the 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 problem is on the two and the solution has to be on the two that's right, right? And, 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 my thoughts are you can't complain about something you created <laughs> you, you can't I, th- I think yeah, you know if we go back to if we go back to the Adam and Eve if we go back to that story Adam and Eve we see the two of them being responsible right now we don't know well do we we, we see the two. one we see the one saying well she gave it to me but she did give it to me. So that's her responsibility. Okay, but but we don't, even though she did get, give it to him, what happened to the accountability on the other side? And it should be on the other side. And that's his part, right? That is. That would have been. That should have been. It should have been. 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 Absolutely. But it wasn't. Well, I wouldn't say that it wasn't because they both out the guard. You know, yeah. so from God, that, that's the consequences, right? That's the consequences because he didn't listen and adhere right. to God's word, and neither did she, right? Because he didn't stop. He meaning Adam or right. man, right? So, I don't. I I think that we could take that conversation i mean that that's original sin is the cause of everything mm-hmm. that's happened up to this date original sin is and what you're saying basically is how do we get past original sin and get on the other side of what's righteous how can we come together as individuals and find our way back to loving and respecting each other as couples as or excuse me not even couples but just men and women Right. And, and and understanding or talking through our differences without 
shutting down, walking away, um, or thinking you're bad? I, I think it starts with understanding. I think it, I think the 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 root of a I won't say the root of, but I think the thing that stops us from having the conversations and getting back to it is a lack of true understanding. Because a lot of people think they understand what the role of the woman and the man is supposed to be. But how many people actually go back to the text and really understand it in its original, the way it was written? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people understand the English translation of it, but they don't understand what God originally meant by the roles of the man and woman. They don't understand what help me actually means. So until you can actually get a true understanding of even who that man was and who that woman was and what it means to be in their roles, you're never going to understand it. So you can't have a good, un you can't have a conversation with somebody that don't truly understand it. You have to get on a level playing field. And it comes with a true understanding what the text means. A lot of people don't want to understand. They don't go back and, and, and read the original Hebrew or Aramaic or whatever the case may be when they're looking at the Bible and they're looking at the text of the Bible. So they don't know what it truly means. Like, help me. Simple as that. A lot of people think, help me means serve. You do what I tell you to do. It does not. So totally opposite from that. Help me is a, a warrior position, a position of strength. Not, oh, I'm just sitting around waiting for you to tell me what to do. No, it's her pulling out what's in him. Even by the right. he has to, right? And to take up the slack. And to take up the slack. There's some things that we don't know how to do, and they do. And then there's some things that they don't know how to do that we know how to do. Absolutely. So it's a compromise. It's a give and take. It's a push and pull. Right. It's an ebb and flow. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But until you understand what those roles were originally supposed to be and understand what God's plan was. So we can't get back past the original sin without going back to the original plan. Right? Understand what the original plan was. And then you start from there. Have a willingness to do that. But I think in a lot of cases, because we are in a male-dominated society right now, it, it serves their purpose not to know what their original plan is. Because right now, they are in that 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 dominant lead um, position. So who wants to give that up, right? But are, but are they really? They, our, our black men, excuse me, let me just say men. But I, I would want to preference our black men is fighting out here fighting for their lives because every time you turn around here lately. We didn't start adding women to the category, but a lot of the time, most of the time, mm -hmm. our men has been slaughtered before they even get to the point. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's <laughs> okay. a whole other dynamic. There's so it, many dynamics, right? It is so very Because we just many. talked about the fact the dynamic being that we're single, right? When you're single, mm -hmm. okay, your situation is going to be different based on that. Just yeah. like with black men, because you're getting it from society and you're getting from different places, your dynamic is going to be that. So you're adding so many more dynamics to the pot. And that's why I think it, it, it has to, you have to get to that level, that level place where you go back to that original plane and throw all those dynamics away. Just get back to the basics and understand that and go for I, it. I don't disagree. I think. Uh, I, I'm with you on we got to get to a place of being able to converse with one another 
to get to that understanding. But there has to be, a, in this situation, because it has gone on for so long, there has to be a mediator or a medium um, in, at play, for one. But for two, I do see a lot of uh, brothers coming out, and Steve Harvey is one of them. And talking about how to to respect your woman and the things that need to be done to keep a woman. Right. And, um, you know, our men didn't got out here and got schooled by some of these women. I mean, he speaks on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. And so I, I agree with what you're saying. We do need to be in a place where it can be an open forum conversation. Right. Uh, where we know how to not only speak and about how we feel, but be able to listen to what's being said. Because when it boils down to everything, it has nothing to do with feelings. And emotional intellect has to take place somewhere. Right. And that's why I said, getting back to the original, because that, it does away with the feelings. Because the feelings come in, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you feel what you feel, right? And it, it definitely affects your ability to hear when those feelings rise up. So you have to get to the level playing field. You have to get rid of the feelings and the emotions or whatever and just look at things how they are. Because we'll spend forever and a day talking about feelings, right? If we allow the feelings to come in, we'll be there all day long, never coming to a solution. That's why the focus has to be on what is the truth? And from the truth, come up with a solution. Not from the feelings and the emotions come up with a solution, right? From mm-hmm. the truth, come up with a solution. Otherwise, you ain't gonna never come up with a solution. That's why we don't have a solution right now. But we do know what the solution is. The, truth, the solution is go back to the original plan. Understand what it is. Go back to it. You know, implement that. Well, so tell the audience what was the original plan. The original plan was for men and women to be partners, equal partners, right? And I Mm -hmm. believe because a dance requires a leader that a man should lead in certain situations where his skill set requires for him to lead. I truly believe that there, there is not really a goal definition I think you get in when you fit in for instance if we're in a situation and we're trying to make a decision about let's say buying property right now I've been a property owner for 23 years and if I marry a man who has not bought a property does it make sense for him to make decisions about property if we're buying property or does it make sense for me to make decisions about buying property since I have more knowledge and understanding about it well what it makes sense is to get him clear on what it takes to buy property and then come to a decision together where you're you're leading the conversation but the decision is made as a whole and not as a segregate not segregated so i believe that it's your responsibility to teach him what you know mm-hmm. absolutely and then y'all sharing the decision making. If he doesn't want to learn, that's a whole nother ball game. Then yeah, you get to make it. He he chooses to let you make all the decisions when it comes to owning property. And, and, what, and what what happens if he is that not is that not fair? I'm no, sorry, that would be fair, right? Because that's the partnership. But but the reality too, though, 
is because you're having you're 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 in a relationship with two people who have free will choice, right? So what what happens when you get to an impasse, right? When when there is no, no agreement, then who thinks who leads the decision making? Then that's where you go to because you're in a partnership. That's where you go back to God and allow God to to speak to you before a decision is made you don't make that decision unless it's one of those things that just needs to be made and needs to be made and the bottom line is well i have to make the decision what's best for us it might cause some tension for the moment but i'm letting you know this is what has to be done right now because we don't have time to wait at least the conversation is there now what if they thought about it after the fact that's just what it is for the moment it might take a couple weeks for them to get over it but I can give you a prime example. My grandfather and my grandmother were married for umpteen years. My grandfather passed away, but before my grandfather passed away, he never made a decision without my grandmother. It was always them together. Right. I got well. I got to talk to Ruth, or I got to mm-hmm. talk to Matt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bottom line, here at the end. But when my grandmother would get socked, some feel some kind of way, she'd always say, "Well, Mama." Or my this, or oh, my that. Right. Or my grandfather did not play the radio when it came to me, my, or I. Right. It w- it's always been our for him. My wife, right. our thing. Right. So it took my grandmother some time to get to a place where she understood that. But of course, that's things from the past and being within other relationships where she had to go and do things a little sideways without mm-hmm. you know she couldn't let her, her left hand know what her right hand was mm-hmm. doing because <laughs> <laughs> because her left hand was causing all the friction oh, you know? Lord. so I relationships is something that I absolutely love it's one of the things that Hence the love doctor mm-hmm. um, that I think that we do have to get into a better position of understanding one another and learning how to communicate with each other without feeling so hard pressed to say that my feelings are hurt shit my feelings are hurt too right uh, but that's not going to get us to the place of where we need to be or to even get us on a, a level playing ground for us to be a success what will get us there is to like we both have said to let the emotions be what they are emotions and get to a place where we're not only logically um considering the situation but also spiritually considering the situation absolutely absolutely and that spirit of offense has to go because when you go back to making those decisions right because you're going to get to a place where you get to an impasse and you can't move forward somebody has to break that tie it shouldn't matter who it is because you should be at a place where you both are coming into a relationship, putting that relationship first, right? We over me, right? Mm-hmm. So I should be okay, one, because I've chosen to be in a relationship with you. Therefore, it should be trust there, right? I should trust that you're going to do the best for me. You should trust that I'm going to do the best for you, right? So no place for selfishness. One of us at some point is going to have to break that tie and say, not break the tie, but you know what I'm saying? Get past the impasse. I shouldn't feel offended if it's you. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I said who should make and, and when I say make the decision, and I should have been clear on this, if there is a case of an impasse, because like you said, it should be a weak decision. And and I've seen people, guys, that have a problem with a weak decision. I'm like, how can you have a problem with we making a decision? We having the discussion, we consulting with each other, right? Before we buy something or do something or make a decision about something, how can that be a bad thing? Um, it, it's not a bad thing, but then we get in, start getting involved in um, the baggage that we bring into a relationship. Right. The lack of trust. Right. Um, because the, the offense comes from somewhere. That's right. The the lack of trust because of what happened in a previous relationship. One of the things that I, I have worked at um, for a while is I don't bring my past into my present when it comes to relationships. It don't matter what type of man I was with. It don't matter what happened in that relationship. It don't matter why we broke up. Just like your females that was in your life, it don't matter what happened in those times. Although it helps to understand where certain things come from. But you don't necessarily need that narrative to know if someone has um, an an insecurity issue. You can see that up front in person. You don't need certain you don't need certain aspects or or certain information. Just understand that if we've been placed together, there's something that we're supposed to learn from one another. And I'm not going to always be that shining light that you want me to be because you're the one that sees my darkness and vice versa but that doesn't give you the opportunity nor the right to criticize me for my darkness what it does is put you in the position to help me work through and if you can't help me work through it then shut up shut up because you don't need to be complaining about it now you know i told you you're more involved than most people because i just let's just be honest most people are bringing um their old stuff old relationships into the new relationship that's just the truth that's the honest truth it is and i mean i did it too right but i see where it put people in positions to throw certain things up in other people's face uh-huh. like i always say to me all the time i don't know why i ever told you that because all you did was throw it up in my face I'm not throwing it up in your face, but I'm using it as an example to show you this is what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm working to get you to a place where you understand this so you don't keep making the same mistake. Because you got to remember, if all of them did the same thing to you, then you're the common denominator, not me. That's the facts. And it reverses the same way. It, right. it, it's not just on my side versus yours. It's on your side versus mine, too. Exactly. 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 And I, and I say that to myself, right? Because there are times when I can get triggered by something. And it's like, I've heard that before. And, you know, I have to be honest with myself and say, okay, well, wait a, wait a minute. If two or more separate people who don't know each other are saying the same thing about me, I'm the common denominator, right? So I got to stop and I got to say, okay, what is this as hard as it is? But that's evolving. That's evolving. And we should, you know, we should be evolving. And I think the fact that we we want to we dig our heels in 
and not evolve and not grow is the thing that's 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 keeping us from growing and 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 and, and having good you know um transformative relationships right because you can't have your relationships can't transform if you don't transform if you stay just the way you are and never want to change never want to grow never want to evolve never want to elevate then how can you expect your relationships to everybody in the relationship i hear a lot from me you always y'all want man to change well you should change if you go from being single to in a relationship something needs to change well this is the thing of you but something needs to change so then i and i would say no, I'm not looking for you to change who you are. Not who you are. Just what you, just what you said, though. Yet, I am looking for you to elevate past the place where you currently at. Right. And now I'm not looking to rush you because things happen in folks' own time. Right. You know, just like I'm a smoker. You can't stop me from smoking. But when God says, okay, enough is enough, then enough is enough. But just like I'm not looking to, to stop you from doing whatever it is your vices are. Right. Because when God said enough is enough, mm-hmm. ain't nobody got to account for that but you. Right. So I, I guess I would say I, I'm a different breed. I accept people right where they are until you make me to, to put me to the place where I can't. Because then I'm clouding my own judgment and I'm making a choice to choose you over me and it's not a choice for me or for you it was it's supposed to be a choice that says we're together in this and because you compromised in this way I need to compromise in this way and I think that we feel like the the negotiation part the, the compromise the influence right um get a prime example i have a whole lot of examples <laughs> um one of a, a mutual friend of me and my guys he's he said to me he said that you're not the one because if you were the one you would he you would have already influenced him to make changes for the better <clears throat> for himself and at first i didn't understand and then i thought about it and i said you know what he's absolutely right I probably am not the one because I can't influence change in him and which then put me in a place where I don't really want to be with someone that I can't influence change right. I'm not looking to manipulate right. in order to have the change but there's something that I have to there's something that I'm doing in my life that says that's the right thing to do that or that, that he sees that's the right thing to do and wants to change because it's the right thing to do um so that that's another thing we need to stop getting to the these relationships when we know that they just don't fit right right or and and you jump into them because one part fits for you and you're so excited and not all the rest right and that goes back to what you were just saying about the ability to influence that's 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 the help meet because the help meet is supposed to influence change within you. you know it's the two of them together and bringing you know their skills and 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 what god putting them together to make each other better 
right? And it's a mutual thing. He's supposed to be bringing something to make her better, to elevate her. And she's supposed to bring something to make him better, elevate him. And if you can't receive that from your person, that's not your person. That's not your person. The reason why they, that most can't receive it from the person mm -hmm. because they think that you're talking down to them or saying um, something that's different. Sometimes it's not, it, it's sometimes the person can definitely be for you, but all they hear is the rejection. Well, well let, let, let me give my example because I've been in both those places. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having just come to most of the way out of rejection, so now I can see things a little bit different. But I have been in situations where I could not receive from someone, and then and somebody else, almost the same conversation, and I'm receiving like nothing. Like, oh, okay. No feeling of offense. So I can describe it to you because the one that I couldn't receive from, all I felt was offense all i felt was you talking down to me you act like i'm stupid you act like i don't know what i'm talking about you like you're talking to a child the other one and we're talking about you know within a span of probably a month or so the other one saying basically the same thing and i'm i'm receiving that thing exactly the way it was meant and he said the please understand i'm just saying this in love and i said i know that i mean all of me knows that so it's basically, I was amazed, huh? It was, it was the tone then. It no, was the, it was the tone. I, I I don't know that it was the tone. I don't. It's just something internal to me, and and it stopped me in my tracks when when I did not feel what I used to feel. Now I don't know. I could have been a little bit further out of rejection on the second one, where I didn't have all that, you know rejection stuff in me at the time now that's a possibility whereas the first one i was still under rejection and couldn't mm -hmm. receive anything so i don't know i don't know if if you know that's a possibility mm -hmm. because rejection does all it does is tell you offense 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 everybody rejecting you be offended so that's a possibility that i had come out of rejection and so therefore now i can receive things better i don't know so one of the things that I do when I feel a certain kind of way, when it's visceral, mm -hmm. that means that there's something going on with me. That doesn't mean that there's something going on with you. Now, that thing, the guard that we throw up, makes it so we hear rejection. Mm -hmm. We throw up a guard that says he's rejecting me. But viscerally, we're not dealing with well, what part is it that I feel rejected with? Right. right. Because if it triggers you visceral, viscerally, and normally anything that deals with rejection does trigger you in that way, you have to look at yourself. You can't look outside of yourself. Absolutely. As well as with our counterparts. Mm -hmm. They have to learn to, to dig a little bit deeper within themselves to find out well, why do I behave right. in this manner? What What is this behavior? Where does this behavior stem in? Right. But Rome wasn't built overnight and the person didn't get that way overnight. So you, 
as my my godmother would say, you have to figure out what you're willing to live with and what you're willing to live without. Right. And 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 and, and two, we got we have to implore our um, spirituality as well, right? Because God gives you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding about everything, right? Mm-hmm. And we know we walk a fine line. So there's a time when you know you continue to give the the grace and the mercy or whatever but then there's a time when you say this ain't for me right and and you have to seek him for that knowledge because otherwise we can go on forever and ever and ever and ever being in these situations that we're not supposed to be in and they not serve us you know they not serve to elevate us and make us better they don't serve for us to elevate them and make them better so while we in it at some point we've got to implore the holy spirit and say is this what I'm supposed to be doing or is it time for me to go? And when he says it's time for them to go, then you go. Or if he says it's time for you to stay, then you stay and you trust that, you know. But that's the evolution. That's the evolution of us, right? We're learning. We're becoming. Uh, we're learning to flow with him more and more and more and more. So, you know, we can make better decisions about relationships and and even about the in the nuances of being in a relationship because no relationship is going to be perfect. Even even when you're in that relationship that you're supposed to be in, you're still going to have circumstances and situations where, you know, they test you, you know, and you don't leave just because you got tested or whatever. You got to understand, you know, what is the Lord saying about this? And, and if you're saying this is it, then you do what you need to do in order to make that, you know, you, you guys mesh together and make that thing work. But he ultimately is the only one to know. So, you know, the Holy Spirit's job is to tell the truth. So, use him. Ask him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Or how about this? Listen. Listen. Because your, bo- your, your body, your visceral parts are telling you already what you're supposed to do. You already know what you're supposed to do before it even gets to that point. But we allow it to get to that, that point. Some of us, because we don't want to be lonely. And others, others others of us because we don't really know what to do where to go or how to get there and or we have put ourselves in a position where we built everything around the circumstances at hand that we didn't leave anything um to the to the side for us in order to escape uh, a snare you know we so it's it's you know three four five fold at this point so yeah, we do have to get to the place of communicating. And when we can't communicate, go back to the drawing board and see how we can. Even if it's something as simple as showing a person themselves. Now that's what I'm good at. You don't you don't want to listen, but I'm gonna show you yourself the next time you do it. Ain't no but it's no better teacher than that. And I, I don't do it. I don't do it maliciously, right. but I do it to ensure that I need you to get clear about this mm-hmm. and crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Because then I need you to also know that you're starting to push my buttons, and it's not because you're doing anything wrong, it's because I'm not ready to leave this position or this place of where I'm at. So that's my responsibility, and I have to be accountable. Right. So I get what I get. Right. Right. Yeah. And I can't control you. Yeah. Bottom line is, 
when it comes to relationships, intimate relationships and that, you know, that interaction, we have to get, you know, men and women, we have to get to a place where we, we have understanding and we trust each other, you know, trust that I have your best interest at heart. You have my best interest at heart so that we can have a conversation, you know, yeah. and, and otherwise. And inside, we all both, both of us, the male and the female already know when somebody loves them, that they have their best interest at heart. You know, when you're being manipulated and trying to be fooled. So what's the real deal? Get, get off your high horse and come down and play on the level playing field because we both need some understanding around the situation instead of thinking one knows more than the other. Absolutely, absolutely. Because we were made, what? Male and female, they made us. Right? Mm-hmm. And in and, and the making, they never said one was higher than the other. The only high one is, you know, the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Not not us mere mortals. There is right right here together. Right? But if you want to if you want to take on the technicality, mm-hmm. the word does say, "He that is first shall be last, and he that is last shall be first. So technically, we came last, so we are first. And okay. I'm just using the word as the word should be. It's not. It, it's the truth. And that means that we should be placed first because we are the ones that carry the children. We are the, we have the one. And so there's a positioning that men have to learn to understand as well. And that still takes us right back to the beginning. What was the purpose for man um, and woman at this point? And until we have those conversations we'll be beating this dead horse for a long time and we already have and we already have and and, and I, I'll end with this we'll end tonight with this we, we're equally important we're equally needed you know and, and if we weren't God wouldn't have made both of us so let's get the yoke then <laughs> right <laughs> so how about we start there <laughs> I think the rest of the conversations would be that much easier. So on that note, we're going to end for tonight. Um, I don't know. We want to continue having this conversation. I think we are part like, part four at this point, I think. This is part three, so we would be going into part four. I love yes, it. we would. <laughs> we would be going into part four. I think that it's a great conversation. I think that... Um, we need to reach out to some of the people that follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever to see if we can um, partner with some of the, the masculine energies that are out there that think otherwise. Maybe even the person that you was listening to um, might be a good place to start. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, definitely having having a mix of conversations is good. I mean, because me, myself, I, I'm all about learning. I'm all about, you know, I don't know everything, right? Well, I think that we should give our audience the opportunity to understand, uh, um, even though it's based on one or two males' opinions, but how far off could they possibly be in the sense that some characteristics remain the same amongst us all, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it still would give us some clear definition or some clarity about what 
our men today are seeking or looking for uh, and and give us some clarity on how to understand or interpret when they don't know how to um, what is it communicate or verbalize what it is that they're taking in or interpreting from us as well so I think that it's, it's an opportunity for us to not only continue the conversation but to gain understanding from inviting sex to our form absolutely absolutely I love to talk to the opposite sex mm-hmm. so on that note we will see you guys next time thank you for tuning in 